Welcome to Running Down the Clock, where we break down all of this week's big news, events, and controversies from the National Football League. Over the next 45 minutes, we will give you basic fan perspective and opinion on the most important stories and moments happening now. So, let's start the clock. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Running Down the Clock. It is our second to last episode. There's a word for that that I can't remember what the word is, but there's penultimate. a word. penultimate episode. This is uh, leading up to Super Bowl weekend. Into- you did scream it in the microphone, but yes. that's okay. Sometimes your volume is not so loud, so I see why you get excited. Even though one time we talked about you keeping the microphone close to your mouth every time, you did that one week, and then you've just given up on it. I kind yeah. of bought back and forth. As I get excited, I come closer. As I get disengaged while you're talking, I pull further away. And then some <laughs> trigger word hits, and I jump back in there with full force. And I feel like while I'm coming forward with a lot of momentum, I thrust the words forward. And it just gets louder and louder. It probably just destroys the little cells in the microphone or whatever the hell it is that picks up the audio. And people's ears. They never get to hear what you're oh. saying because they always go, oh, my God. And they kind of like flinch when you're talking bit cringy, eh? Yeah. Because it has nothing to do with what you're saying. Because no one knows what you're saying. Because you're just screaming while oh, you I wake am. up from the pot, from what you have to say. I, I'm I'm aware of my issues. I'm working on all of them. But, uh, you know, it's a year 1% done a year on each. I 1,000% believe that you are not working on any of them. Uh, I'm working on things. I'm, 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 working I'm on sure things. you're working on stuff. But none of them I'm have to do with stuff. improving yourself as a person. Not one of them is doing that. You're doing other things like collecting plants. Yeah, but that's part of like making my character seem more appealing. So you're making a character. You're not just trying to be a person. I've I've always been a character. I don't think I could ever be myself. Can you be yourself in a professional setting? I feel like I'm myself every single day of the week. I feel like you are restrained from saying and strangling who you actually want. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, that part's true. If I had yeah. the power that I wish I had, be a different world. I can tell you that. All right, let's talk about some football stuff. Did you watch any of the Pro Bowl events this past weekend? I saw highlights of stuff. I I mean, it it doesn't really appeal to me any of it. I thought and I, I'm I'm kind of happy I didn't watch any of it just because I saw the highlights and I thought the dodgeball would be cool. And I don't know. Watching other people play dodgeball is not the same as watching some of the sports that I like. Like watching other people play dodgeball. I could just be out playing dodgeball. Like it's yeah. not that entertaining to watch somebody else do what something you could be doing. Yeah. I, I can do dodgeball. Like I can't play NFL football, but I can play dodgeball. I did play dodgeball a few times outside of high school. Wait, hold on. You sign up for a dodgeball team outside of high school. Yeah. So like a, as an adult, we had a buddy who was going to a university, which you've been they, for a while now. Well, legally yes legally yeah. yes i agree but i mean this story kind of sets me back it was maybe he's not that much of an adult so they had a dodgeball league in their university so he just told a bunch of friends we all showed up with a team and fake student numbers we played and we ran the fucking table on these guys like we were just leagues above everybody like i think they were just like kind of you know engineers or like just non-athletic kids who just thought, hey, it'll be fun to start a little dodgeball league. These weren't like the, you know, the varsity athletes of the university. These were just like kids at the school. I feel like you and just had- shat, you just shat on every engineering student that's ever existed in university. 
You just call well, every engineering student non-athletic. I mean, have you seen the engineering classes? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hey, anyway th- we had guys opinion. doing like handsprings, falling backwards, dodging a ball like the Matrix, handspringing to get back on their feet, catching the next ball, and just tossing out these guys. Like we were just way better than these other kids. And then we were not invited back because they tried to they because we were obviously ringers. They looked up all the student numbers. And said, Who the fuck were those guys? They were not in none of my engineering classes, and the, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't invited back. What a stupid story! They're all stupid. I appreciate it though. I appreciate it though. I watched. Did um, you watch the events? I watched the event where they pull they pull the wall. All the offensive linemen pull the wall, which is crazy because they had to. There was six sets of weights behind the wall that they all had to pull off the wall first, the then chains. drag the move wall, the uh, then move the chains. Yeah, move the chains is what it was called. That's the event. Yeah, and then they move it ten yards. It was a little, I don't know. It was a little weird. It was, I don't know what the point of it was. And then I watched the best catch, which was incredibly stupid. I mean, Evan Ross and Brown from the Lions won, so that meant something. But it was very dumb watching the two of them try to come up with a catch like NBA dunk contest style. It just the catches will never be better because. In the NFL, you want like a guy being tackled as he catches it with like two fingers or three fingers. That's a great catch. Or a guy jumping over three other people, just jumping onto a mat or in a pool doesn't, it's not a good catch. You're just, you're basically just us in college jumping into water. Yeah. With our buddies. But with that all being said, this is the power the NFL has on the United States of America. Six million people watched the Pro Bowl flag football game. Six million. The Stanley Cup finals last year averaged 4.5 million. That's insane. They watch something that doesn't matter, that has like nothing to do with the sport, and they still like dominated the ratings. And on top of that, they had an officiating controversy to end the game. Peyton Manning was pissed at the end of that game because they screwed up a call. So I got two points to make on that. Number one, I think hockey, I love hockey, but as a spectator sport on TV, some people still love it. I find it's declining in entertainment value. It's so kind of boring and dry. Like it's, I know less and less people that are interested in watching hockey every year. And I think this is just a little internet fact, but the viewership in hockey is actually slipping as well. Like I don't think they're growing at the same rate as a lot of the other sports. No, they lost a lot of viewers when they had those two strikes back to back. I mean, people don't really care, and they they don't market themselves well. They no, do not it. market themselves well. Like the, uh, I mentioned the this. Players in one are of boring. The, um, All the players are boring. Well, that's it. I mentioned this in one of the other podcasts on this network this week that every hockey interview is such a cliche compared to other sports interviews. Yeah. There's not care like they don't have character. They don't have charisma. They don't really like capture the audience that way, that same way. The hockey players all give the same general vanilla interview and i don't mean that in a racial way i just mean bland of no flavor right you know they, they even though the, the nba is promoting their players the way they dress the way they talk the instagrams their twitters just letting them yeah. be characters and they're they're absolutely dominating in terms of social media ratings um you so you mentioned that you were on another podcast um this i think it was called uh hatrick 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 you were on um, yeah. which is on the Ordinary Podcast Network. And also this episode leading up to Super Bowl Sunday is brought to us and everyone listening 
buy the Ordinary Podcast Network's merch store. Um, so we do have merchandise. It is up and running now. It's running down the clock merch. They've got merchandise for their other shows as well. Check it out on the ordinarypodcast.com. Um, and you know, support me or or support Puya or support Jordan and the, the guys on the hat trick. Um yeah, check it out. Anyways, so yeah, the first the other point I was gonna make yeah, go on that. Sorry, sorry. Did I cut you off on something? Did you have two points there? I did have two points. I always got two points. Two points P, that's what they call them. Oh, yeah, they do. Two point P. Um, that's a that's a callback to like episode three that's or something. A callback from like episode three or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Um is that not just so fitting for this season that the referees had no clue what's going on? The people have criticized the referees this year a lot. And we mentioned it before that they're way too inconsistent, that you know, there's the conspiracy of it being rigged is only growing with the poor. Uh, officiating yeah and the fact that in the pro bowl they didn't know the rules and they didn't know how to time keep properly is that not just so fitting absolutely fitting so roger goodell today came out and said that the officiating's never been better in the nfl which is crazy because one of the most important games two weeks ago or a week and a half ago was decided by poor officiating and so for him to come out and say that is like why not just so the problem with the NFL's officiating is they're not full-time employees of the NFL. So they have to have other jobs. There's a lot of teachers, there's some judges, there's some lawyers, and they have to take time off of their regular scheduled work to officiate these games on the weekends. Whereas why is this, if they make enough money. Why is this not a full-time job officiating? It's a full-time job in, I believe, other sports, basketball, hockey, baseball. Why not in the NFL? I don't know, but I did see. No one does. That's the thing is nobody does know because it's such a nightmare. For this Super Bowl is a nightmare. Is the ones who throw the most flags. Yeah. Out of any officiating crew. So do you think that they're going to be a huge part of this game? Do you think the officiating is going to be a massive part of this game? 100%. I I feel that that's the storyline for the season. And I don't know what the NFL is cooking up. Like, I mean, they're not stupid. As a business, they understand it. If there was an officiating problem which would harm the league as a business, they would work to resolve it. You know, I don't think they just sweep it on the rug. Maybe they don't acknowledge it for, you know, they don't want to add to a controversy. But I feel in the offseason, they do do something about it. I don't think they want to have an officiating problem because I think that doesn't help. I don't think that helps the league, right? No, people are angry. Yeah. Uh, it, it's making people angry and it is, I mean, it's something that needs to be solved. There's no way, I don't know how to solve it, but I mean, I would just hire them full time. Um, but do you think that, so here's something else that came up this week. There's an NFL player, I think he was a running back that said that the NFL is scripted and he claimed that, uh, at the beginning of each year, they got a script. All the players got a script. That... Are we avoiding saying his name? Or you just uh, no, it? I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember what who it was. Arian Foster. Arian Foster. Yeah, that is right. So Arian Foster, who was a good running back in his day, claimed on whatever show that the NFL sends them a script like you're going to get hurt this week or this is going to happen this week, and it's just been a running meme for the last two weeks. Also, what a ridiculous well, thing to say. Like, isn't that crazy? 
the part that kind of threw me off, like, no, you know, I only saw that little chunk of the uh, the interview. I didn't see the whole thing to get the full context of it. But the part that threw me off was like why it's kind of a little bit unbelievable the way he presented that idea was the practices weren't practicing. It was just rehearsing the script. Yeah, that doesn't make sense because we've seen videos of teams practicing like they have open practices. Yeah, like why is Belichick watching another team's video if he's already got the script? You know, like why does he need to watch their practice of how they're going to run the script? Like they know. Maybe that's knows. part. Maybe that's part of. Maybe I know. That's, that's part of yeah. the script. <laughs> part of the script but, is him faking that they're. We need to. Hey, listen, guys, they're getting onto us about our scripts here. Belichick, get out there, do some bullshit, and then people will understand that this is not scripted football. Yeah. Even though we claimed like three weeks ago that the National Football League is not a sports enterprise it is an entertainment business which means they they can't legally be in trouble if they were to do like a wwf thing right yeah they can't legally but but it just doesn't really add up especially with some of the injuries like you see a guy get his leg snapped yeah i mean that you know like that part seems pretty real to me right like, <laughs> a guy almost died the guy almost died this year. Imagine him reading the script like, oh, shit. How am I going to well, do this? You saw, did you see all the conspiracies afterwards with uh, Mar Hamlin? That they had the fake body doubles coming to the game and stuff. Like, they wouldn't show his face. He was just wearing a hood. And, you know, like, it's not outrageous for a guy in a cold climate to wear a hood. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> but see there was a lot amazing. Of, yeah, there's a lot of conspiracies. Like, oh, no, that's a body double. Like, they're not, that's not the real him. Jesus, that's it's why I, don't, I, I, we, I love we, a good conspiracy theory, but I need some substance. Like, why? Okay, sure. The, the, the that's a conspiracy theory. Why though? Like, what, what, who's gaining something from a body double? They yeah. could just said he's at home resting. Like, that's yeah, I don't get and that. And also, if they're gonna do scripts, it'd be a better story than like some of the like, why are the Lions losing every year if that's the. They're just having a 20-year script of them sucking so they can come back and be nine and eight one year. Like that doesn't make any sense. No. I mean it's I, I I'm curious what like uh Arian Foster's thing was on that, you know, because I, I you didn't watch the whole interview, right? No, I, I saw that no. little clip and was like, This is really yeah, exactly. not listening to this. Not listening like, to this. Maybe it was taken out of context. Who knows what the other yeah. The rest the other of the thing I about. heard this week was so Aaron Rodgers is still contemplating coming back next year to play football. <clears throat> Did you hear about how he's going to decide? Or yeah, what's helping a lot him? of people, a lot of people are linking it to the Raiders because the darkness, the dark colors oh, of the are, Raiders, so, and then going into the sensory deprivation <laughs> in the dark, coming out of the darkness. Yeah, so I, it's called a darkness retreat that he's going on. Four days in absolute solitude, locked in like this igloo-looking thing um, with no light, pure darkness and just food and water for four days like and then that's where he's going to make his decision whether he comes back so you know my initial thought on this was after let's say nine hours i feel like he's going to think that's i've been in here for 20 hours for sure after maybe let's say 30 hours he's going to think i've been here for five days they forgot about me they fucking forgot about me (laughs) well he apparently you can walk out anytime I'm sure. Yeah. I'm just the four days of nothing. I don't know. I'm sure people have done it. I'm not saying it's not doable. Well, people have done it. They're in the prison systems. They get thrown down in the hole. 
but I, I you need to have some sort of reference of like how many days it's been or you know For something sure. because you, most people you lose track of time so quickly with no sort of sensory um uh indication of what time of day it is or how many days have passed yeah. or anything you know your internal clock just turns off because it has nothing to to work off of yeah no ab- absolutely i wonder if someone just knocks on the door like four days later it's like hey you made it but that throws the whole thing off right as soon as you start having some human contact but there, that's what that's what i think the goal fire. i think the goal is four days well for, for sure like yeah that. he's trying to stimulate like the uh the dmt uh, exactly chemicals yeah. in that are in your body that's that's the whole thing of trying to yeah. get that spiritual experience i get it i'm wondering if it's, he's going to be as lonely in that dark hole as he was in like the wide receivers meeting room so i don't know any of these people no one's talking it's the same thing i'm dealing with at the the darkness retreat uh okay let's go on to some super super bowl stuff also let's before, this is a good segue before we here. touch on the super bowl do we want to do out of you know respect a dual timeout so you can say a few words to maybe thank LeBron James or just give your uh, appreciation. So we are going to talk about LeBron James for, for I... him surpassing Kareem. Cause I, I'm curious, you know, I thought maybe you'd want to just, you know, extend your congratulations out to him. No, I have. Okay. I watched because it is something of relevance and importance in the world that this is one of those stats that no one ever expected to be beaten. He was so far ahead of everyone else that it was like, okay, this will never be caught. And LeBron caught him last night, and not one single player on his team ran up to congratulate him. He did not congratulate any teammate, not only on his current team, but of any team he's ever been on. I don't like the guy. I just don't, I straight up don't like him. He said last year, someone said, if what happens if you beat the record? Are you going to cry? He said, no, I'm going to cry if I win another NBA championship. I'm not going to cry if I break some individual record. Those don't mean anything to me. And then the motherfucker cried last night when he was getting applauded. I don't think, I mean, I got no beef with the guy going about his thing however he wants. I don't care there. My only take on the whole thing was he was going to beat this record either that game or the next game. Yeah. The whole, like the whole exactly. game plan switched. Exactly. I feel like they should have maybe the rest of the team, because he still did well, as he always does. I think the rest of the team just kind of sat back on that one thinking, well, we'll get the ball to LeBron and we'll let him do his thing, get his point. But if he didn't get it this game, he was getting the next game. Yeah, I agree. The he, win. They needed that win. They need they that need win. More what if wins? that win yes. comes back to haunt them? That yes. loss comes back to haunt them at the end of the season. 100%. They are not in a playoff spot right now. So they are congratulating a guy that's supposed to have them at the top of the standings. They are 13th, so they're not even in the play-in tournament. They absolutely compromised their game plan so that he could score. He needed 36 points to beat the record. He got 38 in the game. He scored the 36 points in the first three quarters, which means that he was non-existent in the fourth quarter when they actually needed to win the game. If that doesn't tell you about this person, I don't know what does. Yeah, I got a different take on him than you do. I'm You're pro LeBron. I don't have a piece. You think LeBron's the best basketball player of all time. I'm, you know, out of nostalgia and what I grew up with. I was always a Jordan guy. But I don't deny LeBron's uh greatness. Like, I mean, you can't deny. No, that's what he's I mean. A pass, like he's a pass first guy. He's a pass he's first guy. Pass, he's not a pass and first he's, guy. And he's still leads the uh 
league all-time record. He's crushed the record in scoring. I don't know why they don't count playoffs included because he's had that record for a long time. He and he's only going to score more points. He's got like two years. Oh, left he's going to hit forty thousand for sure. Um, he's the only person that said he's a pass first guy, and yeah. we know he's a liar about everything. <laughs> he sat down and said the game when Kobe scored eighty ones against the Raptors. He's in an interview. 10 years later being like, oh, no, I know he was going to score 81 that game. I said, I sat down with my buddies, and I was like, they're going to score. he's going to score 70, over 70 points this game. Get out of here, man. I can't think of a more unlikable guy that's at the top of his field. Oh. If you're not counting, like, the cheaters. Like, Barry, I actually think Barry Bonds is more liked. Barry Bonds is more liked than LeBron James. Pete Rose is more liked than LeBron James. Top of the why, field. I don't know why I don't know why anybody would dislike Pete Rose. I don't know why I actually very much like Pete, Pete Rose. Is, Pete Rose is he's, he's yeah. a great he's a great player. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He should be in the Hall of Fame ahead of so many other players. He oh, bet yeah. on himself to win. If you, you like as an athlete, as anybody, you bet on yourself in life. Betting on yourself shouldn't be betting on yourself to win shouldn't be a crime. Agreed. That's Agreed. sports. You're betting on yourself to win. Agreed. Nothing wrong with that. All right. Can we talk about this? this Let's go. The, the big Let's game go. now. So I think, I, I don't think the NFL is ever going to sue us, but they have sued people before for using the term Super Bowl, like churches yeah. and just different like cooking shows. Like, hey, this is what a lot of times when you watch TV, you'll hear them say, what are you guys cooking for the big game? It's because the NFL will sue you if you say Super Bowl without their permission on like a different network or something. Now that's not going to happen here. Because... There is a catch to that though. I'm pretty sure. And I could be wrong, but we're not making a profit off this name. That's because no one, listens. you know, like if you're a business, you're selling something, you're advertising, you're using a trademark thing for like this. Right? This is two morons talking to each other over the internet. Yeah. It just happens to be recorded. We're not getting paid. No, there's no profitability here. No. I mean, I'm sure the network we're on is getting a fortune out of this. But... <laughs> <laughs> when should we ask for when should we start asking for money for this i don't know i don't know if i don't know if i'm in the doghouse i don't know where i stand <laughs> well they got you on other shows so you're doing something right yeah because you turned them down <laughs> <laughs> That's <not true. laughs> i was watching the pro bowl <laughs> um okay so super bowl this is the first time that two black quarterbacks have started for the teams playing in the Super Bowl against against each other head to head. That is huge. Um, they're also MVP candidates. Um, they're also both a little bit hurt going into this game. Mahomes more recently, but let's not forget about Jalen Hurts getting hurt with I think three or four games left in the regular season, so he missed those last games. Came back for the last one. That is a story amongst itself. It's also the Kelsey brothers game. The first time two brothers have played in a game against each other, but it's not the first time in the Super Bowl that two brothers have gone head to head because the Harbaugh brothers coached head to head Ravens 49ers that a lot of people are forgetting about when they're talking on the TV. But uh, Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey, both in this game, um, some other just stats out there that are people are talking about is um, the evenness of these teams. Both are 16 and three on the season. Both have scored 546 points. Um, each team has six all pros. Each team has a Kelsey brother. Each team has their QB as one of those all pros. 
and they're both the number one seeds in their conferences. Just off the top of your head, who who has the edge in this game? I think mentally, the Chiefs. But I also think, like, I think the Eagles are the better team. I, I think, think the so Eagles too. win this game. And I know you think so too, because we already made our picks a few weeks ago. Yeah. I asked you in the Kelsey Bowl. Yeah. If we were to get to the Kelsey Bowl, who 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 do we want to win? And we both jumped on Jason. Not yeah. I don't like him any more than Travis, but I just I'd rather see the Eagles win. I like them both. And if you're if you're listening to this podcast, turn it us turn us off and go listen to the Kelsey Brothers podcast. Oh, no. Probably significantly better. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they, <laughs> they talk about they, actual. They, they get some pretty high profile guests. Yeah, we've never had a guest before. I was thinking about I could do some voices and like pretend like we have a guest, but just nobody would care about who this guy is. Who's know? the voice that you would do? Well, just some random guy. Like that's the thing. I can't just a random a dude. That's the problem. I can't impersonate a celebrity voice. So you would just do a guy that nobody knows and bring him on the show as a celebrity guest. Yeah, well, they don't know us either. So I mean, it's 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 part <laughs> it's part of the field. But um, I, I I was gonna throw in a little when you're talking about the brothers. I was gonna throw in a little trivia for you. Can so, you name a, uh, another incident when there was two brothers in the Super Bowl though? The Harbaugh brothers. No, players. Two players in the Super Bowl in the same Super Bowl. Yeah, they're brothers on the same team. Then, however. What do you mean? However, this is the first. However, you want just two brothers in the Super Bowl. I can throw you one example. I know off the top of my head. Well, you're dying to say it. Your hands in the air right now. Go say it. My hand is not in the air. You're lying. Pulling an LBJ. The McCordy twins played in the Super Bowl together on the they same won. team. Yeah, they won. That's yep. one example. For the Patriots, I, I think right? there's another one. I'm trying to think of another one. That was for the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. They were and... twins as well. It's yeah. like a double brother thing. I know Tiki Barber and Rondé Barber wasn't the same Super Bowl, but they both have Super Bowl rings. Yeah. Um, then off the top of my head, I got nobody else. Was that the only stat you have? Or did you have more? Well, you just mentioned brothers, and I was the only one I thought of. So. Oh. Yeah. I thought you came prepared with like a whole list. No, I'm crammed at the last minute. Yeah. That seems about right. Yeah. That seems about right. Um, I think the Eagles pass pass rush wins three point seven five GPA crammed at the last minute though. Not bad, not bad. You just bragged about yourself over my comment about the Eagles pass rush winning this game for them. Is that what happened? <laughs> so instead of keeping the flow of the show going, you're talking about your GPA again as a thirty seven year old man. Thirty six. Thirty six year old man. <laughs> you're talking about your GPA. Nobody we can cares. go back to the pass rush. <laughs> Your GPA doesn't help you because you're doing a stupid podcast on whatever night it is for no reason at all. I actually enjoy them. I no, it is fun. That's why we keep doing it. And we're doing we, it. For we do people. these, we do the same thing, just not even recorded. And that's, that's why we said that's they're why we so much that. better than the ones that are recorded. <laughs> that's because there's usually some poor waiter or waitress at a table. That has to be stuck there listening to us argue while she asks us what we want. And the answer so is why always sangria. Keep back? Why does she keep sangria? coming back? Because we can drink why our sangria so fast. Oh, it comes back because we drink our drinks too quickly. Yeah. <laughs> then she just has to stay for more bullshit. Um, the other note about the Kelsey is, so this story, Jason Kelsey for the Philadelphia Eagles, um, his wife is 38 weeks pregnant. So she could give birth any day now. 
she's bringing her OBGYN to the Super Bowl in case that happens. That's cool. Bill's going to have to leave. If she, if water breaks, she's leaving anyways. But she, at least she's got this. I mean, she's not going to she's not gonna have, she's not going to stay. Is she going to, you still have a team there to just deliver the baby in the. Well, it just said that she's bringing her OBGYN. It doesn't say the OBGYN is bringing a Why, team. Can the OBGYN not deliver a baby? I don't know what an OBGYN does. That's like the uh, gynecologist, the kind of. Well, that's what OBGYN stands for. Yeah. <laughs> but tell me what they do. Uh, I'm going to go with. They're the ones writing it off. <laughs> <laughs> see, the thing is, I don't think you and I are ever going to need to uh, to see one. I mean, I don't go see the male doctor, let alone the female doctor. <laughs> what? The male doctor? <laughs> well, I don't know. What's the equivalent? What's the male equivalent? Of an OBGYN? Yeah. I don't know. Just Who's that? the guy that, like, checks your prostate? I, I think that's just your general contractor doctor. You know, that's that's the... Just know, the regular doctor is checking your prostate? The reg- well, I'm pretty sure, yeah. You go it's see not your, a regular... Uh, okay, okay. How about this your guy? Your family doctor. What do you call no, the guy doctor? that The guy that uh, gives vasectomies. That's a specialist, right? Yeah, I guess. So that's the OBGYN for men. But he's stopping me from happening. Yeah. Don't eh that. That's not an eh thing to eh. Well, I mean, all he's doing is a quick snip. Like, you know, they do it in like five minutes now. I feel like he's a, he's a one-dimensional guy. What is the OBGYN doing? He's just screaming, push, push. No, 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 no. I mean, like, what about, what about infection? Push. What about uh, other stuff? You know, like, what about all the organs in there? You know, like, they got to know... They got a cure a chicken, I think a cat, they... a horse, dog the same day. Like they, nope, gotta, they event, got no bunch event. of stuff. They <laughs> got no bunch of stuff. The, the vasectomy they... guy's just snipping. He's snipping. What is the vast deference or something? He just snips that. Get the hell out of my office. Is it the vast deference that he snips? What is it then? I don't know. I just you're throwing out words. I don't know what they mean. I, I'm. I got a decent memory from biology class, man. That three point seven five GPA was earning Can you talk about the Super Bowl? You brought it up. You brought it up. Um, okay. The average Sunday night football each week draws 20 million viewers. The Super Bowl brings in 100 million. So that means 80 million people who don't give a shit about football are watching this game. And I'm assuming it's for commercials and food. Do you get excited about these commercials? Well, I think we should preface this again with we live in Canada. And some years we have had the American feed, right? But most years we get the Canadian feeds. I think we're back to having the Canadian feed, we unless are. you have some sort of other system to watch them on. And no, I don't care about the commercials. And I'll tell you what else I don't care about. I hate the halftime show. Can't stand I it. Absolutely can't stand it. It's an hour long, but it's not the length of it. I am a firm believer that live music is meant to be enjoyed live. There's a reason they have like all the, the, you know, the quality things that they do to make the recorded tracks better. Right. All that post-production stuff they do because it sounds better. Yeah. Being at a live venue, listening to it in person is great, but listening to a record uh, through the, um, the TV or recording of live music is awful. I hate it. Plus they do this ADHD stop where they play five seconds of the song you like, and then they jump to the next one and they jump to the next one. I hate that. I hate the halftime show so much. I think the commercials are better and I hate the commercials. So do you think that the halftime show would be good if you were at the game then? 
Personally, no, because I don't like that style. You just said live music was better. And I now said live, live music concert was better, at the game. but I also added I don't like that ADHD style of just like playing five seconds of a song and then jumping to the next yeah, one. You want whole songs. Well, yeah, that's like someone who's coked out and they just want to hear the song. Go, okay, I want to go to the next one. 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 That's how these songs are. I don't, I'm, you know, if you're at the game, I want to enjoy what's happening there. <laughs> if you like watching the game, you just want to watch the highlights. I'm all with you. That would that yeah. would be all highlights. Yeah. But you're giving me this highlights. disapproving look like, what the fuck is this guy saying? <laughs> you're excited for Rihanna, aren't you? I'm actually was going to point out that I am not excited about Rihanna oh. this year. And I know a lot of people are, but I couldn't tell you any new music that she's had no. out. Um, especially last year's was meant for our generation. Um, with like Dre and Snoop and Eminem and those guys. Um, I think Prince was the best Super Bowl halftime show that there ever, ever has been. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I also don't, I use the halftime show to just like get away nowadays. Cause like it is, it's so long and you're right. They don't do a whole song. And it's like so overproduced and it's a little nuts. And I don't know. I, I also don't get excited for the commercials either. And a lot of them leak. They're out now. If you're like listening to this, you can actually watch the Super Bowl commercials now. They're online. You sure. don't have to watch the game anymore. They're out there. They're spending millions of dollars on these. Why wouldn't they want them out there? That's what I mean. Is so you don't even need to watch the game. Like, do these 80 million people that don't like football understand this? It's just an event, you know. People, I understand ever... it's an event. No, but you know how people say, "Oh, it's an excuse to drink." There's a time where you just realize there's no need for an excuse, you know? They don't make an excuse. So here's just my lie other, about it. Here's my other pet peeve about the Super Bowl. It's my biggest one. I wear a Lions hat a lot when I walk around the city. A lot. In Vancouver, so you get asked a lot of questions. I fucking hate when someone who doesn't watch football asks me who I think is going to win or who I want to win. If you don't know the team's playing, don't ask me this question. What is that answer going to give you? You're then just going to ask more questions about, well, who's on the team? What, what, what did they do? How well did they do this year? Like, this is not a way to connect with me. If you're talking to me, we already have something else in common, which is why we're talking. Let's talk about that instead of just jumping ship about something that I also don't care who wins. I'm a Lions fan. It doesn't matter to me. Unless the Lions are playing, I don't care who wins. And I will bet on, I will place a bet on a team to win. And I still won't root for them. So they, I just want a close game. But this is the one question of who's winning the Super Bowl? Who's winning the Super Bowl? Like, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. Can I maybe give you a different perspective of that? I this hope is so. Just a kind, this is just a kind-hearted person that thought maybe they could connect with you. They didn't know how to. So they just brought up a topic which they know nothing about. So they don't know how to ask a better question. They were just hoping that maybe it would capture your interest. You'd go talking about them, maybe explain a few things. Maybe they'd learn something, but it would lead to a nice conversation. Not you just, what the fuck are you talking about? Yo, shut the <laughs> fuck up. You don't know the teams? Yo, Google that shit. Just look it up, learn a little bit about something, and then come talk to me. And do you know even know the team I'm wearing? I'm wearing a Lions hat. They're not even in it. So you think I care about the teams that are in it when I'm clearly supporting a team that's not in it and has never been in it. And who knows if they ever will be in it. So shut the fuck up and step away from me. That's your reaction when this person was just like, oh, he, he seemed like a nice guy. I thought maybe. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. <laughs> I would rather they do all that stuff that you just explained. Yeah. They had the best of intentions. I, but the, but it doesn't like it's still, I don't know. I don't like it. I know you I don't, don't like it. it. I don't like it. And it's one thing. It's the, it's the most common question 
coming up on Super Bowl week. And then when you ask them, like, oh, yeah, well, who do you think is going to win? Because, you know, like, that's what they're kind of involved now. They'll go, oh, I don't know. I don't even know who's in the game. You just make up a team. Oh, the Arizona Pancakes are doing great this year. I think they're going to take it. Just keep walking. We don't need to talk. We don't always need to be talking to other people. Yeah. Now, I like to share a little something about the difference between us. Your phone is. Oh, here we go. Is forever on do not disturb. Oh, here we Whereas go. I am relentlessly calling people, not even texting, calling people to speak to them. And I think that speaks volumes of your perception of don't fucking talk to me. Walk the fuck away. <laughs> you call me three times a day. I can't pick up every single time. I'll give you one, two conversations a week. Max, also, by the way, you're the only person I talk to on the phone. You're the only person I do hour-long sessions with on the internet. Like, what do you need from me, man? What do you need? Just I just like it. to check in. I know you like to check in. I'm fine. I'm okay. I'll let you know if I'm in the hospital. I'll let you know. You're my emergency contact. If anything happens, everything will be fine. It's going to be fine. You know, I got less and less people that I answer my calls every year. Oh, really? I think I'm down to maybe two or three. <laughs> who That's the it. Other two? So there's me, and then who are the other two? I got one buddy who lives kind of close by, and then there's a third buddy that's, you know, I've known him since preschool or something. He'll answer if he's not busy. But I also, the, part of the thing is I know you're calling when you're driving. So I, yeah. I know it's not like a genuine you have questions to ask, you want to talk. It's it's you being selfish trying to get your time faster in the car by. No, it's half of it that's true it's it is a convenient moment for me to, to to call just because you know you know how it is at work i could get interrupted any second and have to hang up yeah i find that more rude this way i know at least i'll have time to talk but no i always got something to say even if it's just oh like, i know you've always got something to say i know that <laughs> that doesn't mean you need to say it i know that you always have something to say you but you don't always need to say it You'd be shocked at how much I actually keep to myself. <laughs> but right, you know, such a different person. Like you've worked with me before. I'm probably the most unapproachable person at work. I just oh, have I would never deep... approach you at work. No, there you, you go. Terrifying. You were a terrifying human being yeah. when you were working. Yeah, there's no nonsense. Well, that's that's game day. That's how these football players are, right? Oh, Off the yeah. field. They might, you know, like have like a little fluffy poodle that they're playing around with, rolling around the, the at the park with. They're just super friendly, chatting up everybody on the field. They're bone crushing hits. Like they're just laying out guys. They're all yeah. business. Different people. Would you ever want to go to a Super Bowl live? Yes and no. If that's like my bucket list of like amazing events to go to, that's not near the top for me. I agree. I think once upon a time it was. But the fact that it's at a neutral site, um, I think it's more of a business event now because tickets are so expensive and it's just like packages you buy and really only like sponsors and other people can really afford to go. It's not really a fan-friendly event, like a real true fan, like especially because of the neutral site, which the AFC-NFC championships have now been talking about going to a neutral site. I think that's a mistake as well. Like part of the whole regular season is trying to win enough games that you get home field advantage up until the Super Bowl. Yeah. Didn't they sell 50,000 tickets to a neutral site game? They did. That's why they're now talking about doing it forever. 
having essentially three Super Bowls instead of just the one. Why not just have all the matches neutral sites? Like nobody plays at home. Just one, one in the middle of the United States, just one no, stadium. You just have 32 stadiums and you're randomly assigned each week. Like for, the 49ers and the Buffalo Bills are playing in Jacksonville. Yeah, that'd be, well, no one would go. <laughs> they would never sell tickets to that. Nobody would go. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. I I think there should be a way like that make like the baseball thing that the all-star game, I know, but they have to, I know I get, they got to pre-book it in advance, but that the pro bowl actually has some sort of meaning that the host uh, conference gets to host the super bowl. See, that would be cool. You know, that make it cool. that your team actually, or just something, some way that you can not have neutral site games. Screw the neutral site thing. Yeah. And you can do the pro bowl after the super bowl. And then be like that. This this game decides where the next team's home game is for the Super Bowl. Like the next Super Bowl will be AFC home or NFC home, based on the Pro Bowl after the Super Bowl. That'd be cool, and guys would play for that. Now the last two Super Bowls you saw a home team win. Has a home team ever played in the Super Bowl before? The Rams won at home. Tampa Bay won at home. Was that the first time a home team was actually in the Super Bowl? Because Tampa Bay was the first time a home team won the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think it might have been the first time. I'm trying to, yeah. like, just off the top of my head, I don't know. But I think it was the first time a home team played in the Super Bowl. Maybe the Cowboys or 49ers just based off of, like, they them winning most of them in the 90s. But I don't know. And they're both, like, stadiums that would have it. Because they generally go to warm weather. Warm climates. Yeah. I think New York got one once as part of their – Yep. Detroit, build, Detroit build had one, stadium. but it was indoor. Yeah. Uh, so you, had, you had that to be indoor or a sunny, a sunny spot. A sunny spot. Yeah. Now, what do you do Super Bowl day? Do you have favorite food? Do you have a favorite place to go? Like, what? How? What is? What does your day look like at Super Bowl Sunday? The big game. Uh, it's, it's usually rushing to just get to whatever Super Bowl party I'm going, and I go to the same Super Bowl party every year. And right. uh, this is my, uh, it's my same, like my first like white boyfriend I had, you know, I was, I grew up eating Persian food every day as a kid and I had meatloaf with ketchup on it for the first time at this guy's house when I was a little kid and we were friends then we kind of fell out of touch and then we ended up, you know, reconnecting as adults. And uh, we actually had uh, last year was quite one of the most eventful Super Bowl parties that he's ever thrown. Somehow, one of the guys, one of the other guys there, my buddy, he brought his daughter. She's like maybe a year younger. So okay, year we're so. getting old. We're getting older now. People bring daughters. Yeah, you know, and that's fine. You know, the daughter was not the problem at all. She was very well behaved, lovely child. But she walked around the room at one point, and she was just dragging something along behind her. And I was kind of paying. I looked at it. I didn't think anything of it. And my buddy slaps me. He's like, "Are you witnessing what's happening?" And it kind of took me a second to to realize. Daughter's carrying a ball gag, just walking across the room, dragging a ball gag. And I'm just thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, I'm thinking, like, some Ving, Ving Rames, Pulp Fiction shit. And, like, everyone so kind of looks at the guy. Water in the house goes into the guy's bedroom or kitchen or wherever it was left. It's a bedroom. Bedroom, yeah. Bedroom and, and brings this out. What did he say? What did he have to say about that? I mean, I think he doesn't deny it. He just, you know, he, he gets freaky. Like, he just... <laughs> He does he have it. a part? Does he have a partner, or is this just a? Yeah, yeah, he had a girlfriend. He had a girlfriend. Okay. 
I think everyone's question is who was wearing the ball gag, and it that's was good, that's very my next quickly question. and oddly determined he was wearing the ball gag. <laughs> I mean, it's his Super Bowl party. He's rushing to get all the food out. He forgot to put away his ball gag. Yeah, but the ball gag is in the bed. He just didn't expect this little girl to go like under the bed or whatever and just grab the ball gag that got tossed there after the nice escapades. But <laughs> so you're going to a ball gag Super Bowl each year. Yeah, I mean, this one might be the whole tickle trunk. We don't know. Yeah. Oh my God. Any, anything we, goes. Right? One can only hope. Yeah. Yeah. One you know, can, you, you, might, you gotta wonder you why to... those 80 million people are going. Right. It's not just the game. Most of no. them don't give a shit about the game. None of them do. 80 million don't. 100 million no. watch. 80 million don't care. What's your favorite food item? You know what? I'm doing ribs this year. I'm bringing some ribs. Okay. But they're like all good. Got, I mean, you got I, ribs. You got chicken wings. You got. Um, buffalo dip, you got uh, pulled dips, pork. Dips. I love dips, but dips don't take the top spot. I'm a savory guy, you know. Like last year, last year, what I did is I did uh, steak bites. I just got some nice steaks, marinated, seasoned them up. And at halftime, when they got the show going, you know, I'm ducking, popping in and out just while the the steaks are on the grill. I just did, and then cut them into cubes, and I got steak bites because I, I still wanted to see Eminem and Snoop and uh, Fifty and. Well, for just sure. you know, childhood guys, but yeah, like well, fifty was a surprise. That's what There's no way you could have known. Just eating there. up the food. Oh yeah, no halftime is for resetting the food. One hundred percent. The yeah. second meal comes out. Yeah, the first meal is usually the lighter, like dips and like chips and stuff like that, and then you wings, bring out the nachos are good, heavier stuff, the like ribs and all that for the second half because it's later at night. You know me, I'm a, I'm a bit of a gourmet guy. I, I, the less store bought and the more homemade, the better it is. Yeah, I don't know anything about you about that. Really? You didn't make your own sushi tonight, though, did you not? Oh, yeah. Well, at least I lied about it. But at I've cooked for you before. It. I've cooked for you before. You've cooked for me one time before. Yeah. One time. Well, that was the only time you've ever come by. Well, you live in the middle of nowhere. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you can't you can't say I wouldn't cook for you more if you came by more often. No, I, I believe that that would be true. Yeah. I'm one for one. I'm bad a thousand on the... It was good. Yeah, it was good. I'd say that I barbecue for you a lot more though, because you won't leave. You won't leave a five block radius of your house. Why would I? Yeah, choose to live where where everything is. Well, I used to live not too far from you, and you still never came by. Well, I mean, five block radius. Actually, you did come by that other place on Main Street. Yeah, all the time, actually. Once, Anyways, but... there's no way this is exciting talk for anybody that's no. listening. Let's no. go on to some uh, Super Bowl prop bets. The weirdest ones, actually, that I could find. So, I mean, prop bets are weird. You can bet on literally everything these days, depending on what province or state you're on. Um, here are some Except of the for our province. Yeah. You, know, you can't <laughs> bet on that at all. Um, what color will Rihanna's eyeshadow be to begin the halftime show? It's also can't people know this? Like, don't people within the circles know this and tell other people so they can just put their entire life savings on it and win money? Yeah, her makeup artist. Makeup I'm artist. Gonna, I'm sure, it's going to be from her makeup line. Um, so just think of which eyeshadows. It's going to cost you stuff though. It's all colorful. I don't know. I have no clue. I don't know anything about makeup. No, I'm not saying that you do. I'm not asking you what the answer is. I'm just saying that this is what the the bets are. Yeah, it's got to go with her outfit. So then you make the you got to make the, if you're gonna play the eyeshadow, you got to parlay that with the outfit because it's all got to flow together. And then what the outfit is is also got to match up with her song. Now the other thing you can do is check out her last tour 
tours a bit and see if she has a consistent song she comes out to. What a wild answer that is. <laughs> Wasn't even what I was expecting. What is a bad answer? No, it's a great answer. That's a 3.5. I didn't expect you to match her eyeshadow with her dress. I didn't think that was going to come out. Oh, for sure. Come on. You got to match it all. You think they're just going to match everything? This is all very carefully choreographed. I don't know if you can place a bet on that. Same game game parlay, the the eyeshadow and the dress? (laughs) You play the dress. dress (laughs) Uh, Which Anheuser-Busch brand? This one actually is crazy. Which Anheuser-Busch brand? commercial to run first so anheuser-busch owns all of the beers that that are being drank bud light budweiser um i don't even know the rest of off the top of my head i think coors is one of those coors banquet but so they own 20 different beer companies which one of those is going to get the top spot i'm i would guess budweiser just because i think that's the most drank beer in the united states but i don't know i don't know it's just weird it's a weird bet to be able to place um during the national anthem, I know you can bet on the time of the national anthem, like over 130 or under 130, but now you can bet the length of the word brave in the national anthem. I think it's like over or under three seconds or like that. Hate the over. For this guy, country singer, country singer, sing slow. Slow He's a country last. singer? Who's singing the national anthem? I forget a guy's name. I don't know my country that well. But Morgan Whalen? Is it Morgan Whalen? That doesn't sound correct. I don't know who it is. No, but take the over. He's Thank not going to speak to. You think he's country got a lot singers... of pride? They got a lot of pride. They're going to want that time in the spotlight. They're going to be there for a bit. And yeah, he's going to extend brave. Okay. Those yeah. are the three I got. And the only the last thing, I know we didn't talk about the game at all because, I mean, there's if, if you want to actually know about the players in the game and the strategies in the game, this is not, this isn't the right podcast for you. There's a million out there. Just turn on the NFL TV or TSN or something. But, um, this one will be funner, I think, and you'll laugh a little bit more. Anyways, this is the end of the show, so I don't know why I'm trying to pitch it now. The, there's a bar in Philadelphia that is it's a notorious Kansas City Chiefs bar. Now, the owner was getting absolutely flooded with reservation requests by Chiefs fans. So he decided to close the bar for the day. Um, now, he says he didn't want to turn away the regulars or the regular people that support the bar because of how busy it was going to be. But clearly, this is a decision that's – you can't just have all of the Kansas City Chiefs fans in one cluster in a bar in Philadelphia where all the rabid Eagles fans are going to be. That just sounds like danger to me. Yeah, that's uh, that's tough win or lose. Win if they win, they get beat up. If they lose, they can't leave. Exactly. So it's so, it's smart decision by this guy. That I know everybody I in there probably is pissed they're gonna lose out on tips and stuff, but I think it's a smart decision. Yeah. Now there's one I was thinking about. You know how every time one of these opposing teams in the playoffs recently puts their team's jersey yes. on the Rocky statue? Yes. Why doesn't one of these Philadelphia fans take a Chiefs jersey? I was thinking the same thing. Yes. And your team will win. If you are an Eagles fan, put the Chiefs jersey on the statue. Make it look like a setup against the Chiefs fans. Yeah. All you're doing is firing your boys up more. Agreed. Agreed. That's a bad karma move. That's a bad karma move, though. Now, karma is something we can quickly debate because – 
I think a lot of people don't, and sure, there is bad karma, but a lot of people also don't take advantage of, of an opportunity when that's your chance to collect your karma. Karma doesn't always fall right. in your lap, but it does. It presents itself in an opportunity sometime, like, boom, karma collected. You have an opportunity to do something to redeem all that good karma you've been building up. I agree. And maybe that's it. I agree. When do you know? Was it time take to the power give karma or the karma? Take the power of the karma. Yeah. Because you didn't it, hurt anybody. Put it to your What's use. wrong? All you did was put a jersey on a statue in the middle of winter. Yeah, it's big, you got to pay for that jersey. That's a big one. Wow. That's your money, though. And you got to hope didn't you don't get steal caught. It. You didn't steal it off your back, the back of one of those guys at the Chiefs bar down the road. No. <laughs> no. No. I think that's a great idea. And I think if there's any uh, Philadelphia. The bad, the bad karma them. is you getting beat up by the Eagles fans while you're trying to put it on there. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to. You can't get caught doing that. You'd have to explain yourself. Well, no, you do it wearing a Philly Eagles jersey. Nah, that's just bad luck. Now we're talking about superstition. Yeah, there's a couple of things we just can't touch on because we don't know enough about it. Yeah, well, I believe in luck for the bad stuff. <laughs> Wait, now you're now we're talking about luck. That's <laughs> superstition. That it's all the same. Anyway, close it out. Close it out. We're we're derailed. Out. We've I think both of us are on beginning. the same page. We are both. I think we're both in the the Eagles side of this winning this game. I'm just hoping it's a close game. I don't care who wins. Just please be a close game. I have squares, and I just want my squares to win. That's all I care about this Sunday. So, Dr. If you're listening, do me well, buddy. Um, everyone else, have fun gambling. Have fun doing whatever you're doing with the food or your friends drive safely. Uh, we'll have one more episode next week just to sum up all the bullshit we've talked about all season. Um, thank you for listening. Bye. Running down the clock is brought to you by the ordinary podcast network and is every Thursday running until the week after the Super Bowl. We hope you enjoyed enough to subscribe and tune in again next week.